Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 51, Breaking the Silence. So I haven't been on for about two weeks now. It took a little break. I needed a little break. And today I want to talk a little bit about what is going on in the world and and kind of a response to that and kind of breaking the silence because I, I definitely am working hard to be anti-racist. And I know that this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation and an uncomfortable episode. And it's not the way that I wanted to come back after two weeks. But I think it's so important that I feel like something must be said. I hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. Hi. So it's been a little while and <clears throat> I definitely have missed you all and am ready to talk about business and, you know, teacher being a teacherpreneur and owning a business that is geared towards teachers. So having said that and having thought about about that a lot in the last couple of weeks, I I feel like I can't go on any further without addressing what is going on in the world. And I know that that a lot of people are hurting and some people are hurting so much more than others. And I think it's, it's a really, it's heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking situation. I wanted to share what I posted on my personal page on Facebook. And I did this in my, in my one tire teacher podcast as well. I talked specifically about what we can do as educators, um, you know, to address systemic racism and and what we what we can what we need to do in response to the past few weeks and what we what we probably should not do and this will be a little bit different because we we are talking about you know what this has to do like with your business and what it has to do with maybe even products that you're creating for teachers and so I, w I just want to address it because I think that it's important and I also feel like I I feel very strongly about not wanting to participate in systems and situations that hurt others or that benefit me and don't benefit other people and I I I feel I feel horribly about that and I and I think that I think that this is a difficult thing to talk about. I think it's a difficult thing to say. You feel like you're going to mess up or you're going to offend someone. You're going to hurt someone's feelings. You're going to make people feel worse. You're going to bring up past pain and current pain. And I, I never want to be a part of somebody's post-traumatic stress um, by any means because 
I know I, you know, I get that. I totally get that. I don't get that on a level of, of what it feels like to be a person of color. I get that from other hurts and things that I've experienced, but I, I don't know what that feels like. And I am, I'm, I'm saddened. I'm sad that I don't know more. I'm sad that I've been ignorant in situations. I'm sad that, that I can still be a, a racist, even if I'm, if I'm not, if I think that I'm not, if I'm benefiting in a system of racism, then, then that makes me part of the problem. And I definitely don't want to be part of the problem. So this is what I, what I said, this is, this is definitely a, a better representation of, of what I can say to that. And, um, I, these are not my words. Like the first part is my, are my words. And then the second part is something that I found online and I felt like I could share because it represented how I felt. And so I'm going to share. So this is what I posted <clears throat> to my personal page <clears throat> on Facebook. So I'm saddened by the horrific events that have been brought to light. Sadly, this has been going on far too long. I've always felt that once you shine light on the darkness, the darkness can no longer survive. I pray that we continue to shine light on the evil that exists and we all step into that light. I'm not black, but I agree with you. I see you. I hear you. I mourn with you. I stand in solidarity with you. I'm not black, but I see you fear for the safety of your sons and daughters. I'm not black, but I see the racism that you are subjected to daily, and it angers me. I'm not black, but black lives matter. I'm not black, but I will fight alongside you against the injustices you face. And I know that that probably means very little because, like, how long do you have to live and see things in order to, like, wake up and think, this is a terrible problem. And I think that I think I think that we've got to start somewhere. There has to be a start somewhere and and I know that I know that that doesn't mean anything. It just it's just a it's just letting people know that that I don't agree with that and I don't think it's okay and I think it's really really important to talk about. And I am actively seeking out information and learning because I think that that is, is necessary as a business owner, as an educator, as a creator of content for teachers that impact students and teachers. I think that education, the education system is riddled with in racism. And I think that we if we have an opportunity to do something differently, then I think we need to do it. I don't even think we wait for the opportunity. I think we make the opportunity. We create the situation. Um, I know that in response to what I wrote, even on my personal page, the only people that responded were my friends or my colleagues or people that I have met along the way on my journey that are people of color. And I thought that was really interesting. I didn't have any friends or family or colleagues or people that were white that responded. So I think 
I don't know, maybe you, maybe people feel like they don't know what to say. And, and, and I definitely know I feel that way. Like, I don't know what to say a lot of times. And I'm scared that I'll say it wrong and then I'll mess up or I'll hurt someone's feelings or I'll offend someone. And I, and that's never my intention. And I did that recently. I joined a group, Educate the Educator, and I'll link to it in the show notes. If you're interested, we're doing a book study on white fragility, which I started, and I just finished um, the intro and chapter one, and I'm already like, whoa, like, wow. It's already really hit me hard and made me realize that I have been part of the problem and that I've been ignorant in situations, and I'm deeply sorry for that. I don't want to continue being ignorant and, and unaware of the hardship that people face. I know this past year, I was the student support specialist in, in a school and I dealt with behavior and I first definitely saw firsthand experience situations that I would have considered racist situations. And I, um, did my best to not to not participate in that and to like to be, for kids to feel like they were seen and that all like they were seen completely that I that I that I saw who they are the color of their skin the color of their eyes the color of their hair the person that they are their heart the things that they have to offer the obstacles that they faced I, I have, I think I've even said it on this podcast, I've joked around about feeling like I was getting documentary footage because I sat down with an African American male and said, and he told me all about his, his neighborhood and his life. And I was heartbroken for him. I was heartbroken and just so shocked at the things that he was explaining to me that I didn't know existed in 2020. And I, I just listened, I let him talk and I listened and I cared about him. And I don't know, I hope I made it a little easier for him to like, at least express himself. I mean, I don't think he would have said all the things that he said if he didn't feel safe. So I I take some comfort in that part. I wish that I had done better in the conversation. And I hope to do better in future conversations. But um, think that that's important so how did I mess up in the group I think I skipped over that and I I don't want to because I think it's important as well so a woman posted in the group about the book about white fragility and how it was written by a white woman and that we needed to consider that and I think this was all a good point but for some reason I felt offended by it and defensive and I don't know why I don't I don't know why and you know sometimes when you're online and you you have the the buffer system is like gone when you're online like all of a sudden you just react and respond and I think sometimes that's why we have we can have such nasty comments on people's threads and in people's Facebook groups and so on because we don't it's not like we have that buffer of like being in person and I am going to be more careful I'm going to be more intentional I'm going to be better about that because I responded and I offended this person and so somebody else wrote like I I just asked what their intentions were and why they would write this and um I don't remember what else I said it wasn't very nice I didn't realize it wasn't very nice I just said it and then that was it and I didn't reread and then somebody else said this wasn't their point of view this was um they were just starting a respectful 
dialogue and I'm like, oh gosh, like I wasn't respectful. So I went back and I looked at it and I, I apologized to the person and I said that I, um, didn't mean to offend them and that I needed to seek first to understand. I needed to like breathe, take a breath. I needed to wait to respond. If I felt like that, if I had anything that made me feel defensive And then the person wrote and said, you know, I only said, and so then they said it again. So they sounded somewhat defensive. And at first I was like, well, they're not going to accept my apology, which is ridiculous. You don't have to accept someone's apology when they hurt your feelings. You're allowed to not. And, um, and I was like, again, like I almost responded with, with like a behavioral response. And then I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry needs to be what I say again. I have to, if I have to say it a hundred more times and I have to show this person that I am sorry. So I said, I think that we can learn from different viewpoints. We can still learn from one another. And I am very sorry if I hurt your feelings. And I was really sorry. I am sorry that I responded. And, and I was tempted to take that post off because I was embarrassed of my behavior. And I'm like, this is going to make me look like a jerk. And I, um, you know, react overreacted. And, and then I was like, No, it's okay. Because if you keep reading, you'll see that there was some growth, or I felt like there was growth, I felt like I grew because I thought I'm not going to answer people like this anymore. And also, like, she wasn't trying, you know, no matter what she was doing, it's not necessary for me to, to shame someone publicly. And, and so she said, we can learn from each other, or we can learn to grow together moving forward or something like that, which I was like, oh, I, I felt good about that. So I don't know, I think that's the place to start, like, like, where you are in your communities, and how you respond to one another. I think that's definitely a place. And I think there's so much that we that we can learn, because, you know, I just I, I've been listening. I've been listening a lot lately and I've been watching, watching and I've been reading and I've been trying to seek out information so that I understand because something that I was watching, I watched the Ellen show and I love Ellen, but I also love Twitch who's on her show and he said something that really hit me. He said, you don't have to be a racist to benefit from the system of racism. And I was like, oh man. I'm like, I've benefited from the system of racism. And I like, I'm ashamed of that. And like, you think about the way that you, you're raised and how you grow up and the message that you hear and the voices that are louder and all of those things. And you think, <sighs> you know, I used to think that when I was a kid, I, it would, it would make me upset. It would make me angry. Like I didn't understand why people weren't all treated equally or fairly. And, and maybe not even equally, because sometimes I think that we have to that different people need different things. And I don't necessarily think everybody needs exactly the same thing. But I do, I didn't understand why, why situations like I didn't understand why people weren't treated well, based on the color of their skin. So it did make me angry. I, I, I remember feeling this way, like even in fourth grade, even in second grade. And I remember thinking, I didn't understand that, like I had um, black and brown friends, and I had all color friends, and I didn't understand that there was so, so much, there was so much difference that we like we went home to totally different families and different backgrounds and different lives and 
and maybe I should have actively sought out like the differences and understood them in a, in a better way. But I want to now. And I, I, I hope that we all do. And I think that, you know, we participate in a system, whether you are out of the classroom or in the classroom, if you are creating materials for teachers, we are part of that system. And I think about the things that I create and I want to make sure that I, that I am providing multiple different perspectives because I think that that is important as well. And I, I ask us all to consider that. And I'd like to have more conversations so that I can understand a variety of perspectives and not just the perspective that has been my privilege as a white person. And so that's what I'm asking. And that's what I'm saying for this episode. And it's, it's a short, it's short. And I just, I feel like it was important to say, because I don't want to just continue on like nothing has gone on, like, like life hasn't changed drastically for me at least it's changed drastically and for some people this has been their life for a long time and that makes me really sad because it's just so not okay and sometimes I think it does take like horrific videos and and witnessing of terrible things in order for us to wake up and think I don't want to be a part of this anymore like I don't want to I don't want to see people killed in the street because their skin is a different color than mine. And I don't want more more African American males to be in jail because of the color of their skin and I did just read something that I thought was really important because some people will say, "Well, that's not true. Um there's more white people." that are in prison and I'm and I'm like if you look you know statistics can be very tricky they can be re- data can really be confusing unless you're completely digging in and just looking at numbers you go okay there are more white numbers there are actually more white people but when you look at the percentage of white males <clears throat> and I'm speaking about males specifically right now not females but males, there is a lower percentage of white males than there are of black males. And I think that that is where we have to look. It's not necessarily the number. We cannot always just look at numbers. We have to look at percentages. And, you know, sometimes you you forget that there, like d- data can be misleading. It can be so misleading. Think about your own data in your classroom because most of you at least have been in the classroom at some point. When you look at data in your classroom, sometimes it does not tell the whole story or it can be manipulated to look one way when it doesn't, when it's really not the way that it is. And so I think about that and I'm like, how many times have I been tricked or confused by this? And this still continues to go on. So I just think it's something to think about. I'm going to share... <clears throat> I'm going to share the link to that group if you're interested in furthering, you know, we're not, that's not the only book that I think we're going to look at. I think we'll definitely look at some more resources. And if you would like to have this conversation and you think that we need to have it on the podcast, then I'm happy. I'm happy to do that. So please reach out to me and, and, and let me know if you want to discuss it. I, I'm open to anyone that wants to dis- to, to discuss it because I, I'd like to learn more. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and then 
I don't want to go, go back as business as usual. I'm going to continue my my path of educating myself and and really striving to be anti-racist and not just I'm not racist. And something that that um, the author of White Fragility talks about, she says that we we take that as a moral like judgment if if we if somebody calls us racist because we it doesn't it doesn't align with what our morals are. But when you think about like the thing that I shared about what Twitch said, like when you think about the fact that you've benefited in some way or that you haven't actively been against racism, you ha- there's just things we have to think about. And we have to ask ourselves why we feel so uncomfortable in these situations, why we feel uncomfortable having this conversation. I think that's really interesting too. So <clears throat> if you want to join me and join many, many others, then I will share that link. And also... I'm open to conversations. So if you would like to have that, I'm happy to do that. And I, but, I, but I also would like to, to start doing some, some more episodes on things that will benefit all of us. And that will be, you know, be maybe motivation, motivating, insp- inspirational, um, informative. So I'm hoping to get to get back to that as well. This is hard. This is a hard, it's a hard thing to talk about. So if you are still with me, thank you for listening. And I hope that that it at least made you think. And if I offended you in any way, I used the wrong word, I said the wrong thing, and you feel that I need to be educated, I'm open to that. And I will do my very best not to respond emotionally, if I am offended. (laughs) Thank you for your time. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand or on my website, Trina Debery, Teaching and Learning, Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.